Hi everyone, Dan Cassidy here. Welcome back to the UBS Market Moves podcast channel. For today, we are joined here in studio by Head of Asset Allocation for the Americas with the UBS Chief Investment Office, Jason Dreho. Jason, I know there have been some changes to CIOs, messages in focus. You had joined us about a month ago to explain the messages in focus, though joining us today to talk about the changes from the latest investment strategy guide. So I'll hand it over to you if you want to run through those changes for our listeners and their clients. Welcome back. Thank you, Dan. Uh, so some of the messages stay the same, so I'm not going to kind of repeat those. I want to highlight and emphasize the ones that, that either changed or how to sort of interpret that. And there's three of them in particular. One is uh, a message we've had for a couple of months now of, of buy quality bonds. This kind of ties in with our overall preference right now of kind of, you know, bonds over equities. Uh, with the idea that given what equity markets are already kind of pricing in, which is, you know, pretty good an outcome, we think, you know, quality bonds, whether it's treasuries, investment-grade corporate bonds, mortgage-backed securities, are attractive way to help diversify the portfolio, but also give you a pretty attractive low-risk return over the next year while there's still, you know, a, a kind of an uncertain macro outlook. So that's kind of a, still a key part of the overall view. We had another message that was titled, you know, Diversify Beyond the U.S. and Growth. Uh, we've effectively sort of changed that to be look for equity laggards. If we think about the performance in the markets this year, S&P is up 13 14%, uh, but it's really a tale of two markets. Uh, there are a handful of really large mega cap tech stocks uh, that are up collectively, you know, 75%, uh, and they account for over 80% of the S&P 500's total return which means 493 stocks, you know, collectively, they're only up about 3% year to date. That means there's a lot of laggards and a lot of things that are actually relatively attractively valued after, you know, this kind of underperformance uh, this year. So we think then, given the macro outlook has improved at least you know, a little bit in terms of the U.S., less downside risk after the debt cleaning was resolved, the resiliency of the economy, of growth, the consumer, that means a little more chance of soft landing. We've seen recently, given you know investor expectations have, have moved in that direction, you've seen you know balances in more cyclical stocks, value stocks, energy is a sector that we've upgraded. Uh, uh, same thing with uh, you know within the large cap space, things like equal weighted indices that kind of allow you to have more broad exposure, not as concentrated in these large stocks that now dominate the index. So those laggards, those are some of the, the ways to kind of play the equity markets kind of catching up, whether it is an equal aid index, the energy sector. And looking outside the U.S., uh, we've seen emerging markets have lagged this year, largely because of China. And now we're finally seeing China announce some sort of policy measures. So there's scope for that lagger to kind of catch up as well. So it's not just a U.S. story. It's kind of a broad story. So while the overall market outlook at the index level of the S&P 500 isn't particularly compelling, um, there are a lot of stuff outside of those seven stocks that actually provide interesting opportunities. And given the macro environment looks a little bit better, those are some attractive ways to play it. On the third message, it's the same one that you know, we've, we've had for a couple of months. I think it's important from a portfolio diversification perspective. It's you know, diversify with alternatives. We're increasingly seeing investors having to think beyond sort of a traditional set of stock bond portfolio to add alternative asset classes as a way to both enhance the returns and create sort of you know, better diversification. Because again, from a broad market level, um, the equity outlook is not that enticing. There are these laggard opportunities, but those laggard opportunities might last three or six months. So if you're thinking a little bit more strategically, well, where are asset classes, where are opportunities that can give you good returns that complement the portfolio? That is in the kind of alternative space. Um, 
And particularly at a time right now with a lot of dislocations across different markets, you know, sometimes the private investors can be more nimble and take advantage of them in a way that sort of public market investors can't. So again, kind of think about adding, you know, sort of alternatives to your portfolio to take advantage of medium-term opportunities, but also sort of better diversify your portfolio overall. Jason Dreho, thank you for dropping by to keep our listeners, our clients informed on the messages and focus from the Chief Investment Office going through those updates for us. And again, I will point our listeners, our clients, to the second half Outlook Note Balancing Act, as well as the latest investment strategy guide from the UBS Chief Investment Office to read further into CIO's thinking for the second half of the year, as well as the messages and focus from the Chief Investment Office, including the updates, changes Jason had made reference to on today's podcast. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer. 